welcome back to another episode of the Draft Joe podcast with myself, Nolsey, and my co-host, Jaxie. We're continuing on from our previous podcasts in terms of positions. This podcast is probably going to be the most important in this series. We are going to be focusing on strikers. Now, strikers are, as I said, the most important position in the draft, from our perspective. Yes. And we're going to take you through draft technique. Again, refer back to episode three um, in terms of an overall general idea of when to pick players and and why. Why there's only 12 strikers? Okay. Um, Why we think strikers are the most important position in the draft is simply because of how many there are. We have 20 teams, 20 strikers, but at the bottom end of the t- of the of the table, you're not going to have many strikers that are going to be playing or are going to be prolific. So, striker scarcity is number one factor. If we look at maybe the top ten to twelve strikers, that's all there is. We obviously know who our first picks are going to be. They're going to be Haaland. Question marks over Kane whether he stays or going goes. Um, when we go down the list, we talk about Jesus, Watkins, Darwin. Kunku, Wilson, Jackson, Isaac, all good players. Now, why it's important to pick one of these extremely early, possibly first round, over some of the players we talked about in the midfielder podcast is because when they're gone, they're gone. And the drop-off from a premium mid- or striker sorry, to a poor striker is the biggest difference in any position of the draft. You'll be looking at like a likes of Wilson yeah, or whatever. Okay. So let's say, for instance, you are tenth pick, ninth or tenth pick, and the the main players are gone. Your Hallens, Salas, Bruno, Rashford, Sackers, they're all gone. Although there might be some good midfielders that you look at, the likes of Grealish, Foden, Madison, you think, oh yeah, they're good players. You actually might be more uh, might be more beneficial for you to go for a Gakpo or a Wilson, because when you are if you don't pick them right and it comes back round to you and a couple more strikers are gone, well then you're left with muck essentially. Muck, yeah. So last season, one of the things I learned that I'll take into this season is picking the striker early on because I didn't do that last season and I ended up having up front the likes of Mikel Antonio and Jamie Vardy they were my two strikers for a long time because you can't you can't get good strikers after that because the other players have them and the strikers that are on the waiver are muck as well muck I was rotating between non-playing strikers so I had Antonio there and big horses on the waiver as well like players like this are what you'd be dealing with if you don't select a good striker First pick. And when you're looking at the waiver, honestly, it's depressing looking at the strikers. Because you're thinking, oh my God, will Martial get game time this, this week? And if he does, he'll play 20 minutes. And you cannot pick up players. It's very rare to find a gem on the waiver that's a striker that will continue to play. Um, uh, What's his name for Forrest? Awoni. Awoni was probably, honestly, one of the only players that came to fruition at the end of last season. Yeah. You're going to be looking at players, as we said, are, that are rotating, that are not stri- not started, not prolific. You know what it's like, let's say Palace, Mateta, and who was up top for Palace? Mateta, um, um, uh, Edward. Edward, like, yeah. That's who you're, you're, you're picking. 
and especially Palace, very, very bad for last season. At 50 yeah. or 60 minutes, they're taken off if they don't score. So you're, you have a very, very small chance of getting return from these players. As we said in episode three, you, can, you have to play a striker. So yeah. let's say you don't pick one of these and you pick up a Welbeck, a Raul Jimenez, and then someone who's not playing. That's very likely. Yeah. DCL or DCL like is that. injured you're going to be trying okay you pick a DCL and he gets injured and then you have to try and replace him and if we have a look at some of the strikers here uh, Cunha uh, Inketia Unda Wegehorst Vinicius McBurney yeah. these players are not going to be consistent players in your team and you're going to have to look for a place, replacement for them you're going to be left it's nearly inevitable with a non-playing forward one of them positions is going to be taken up by a player unless you're very lucky that's not playing unless you find someone or think of someone that um, maybe for a lower team isn't starting yet but you think will get in there or a young player that um, might get in with, with a team with a team um, you're going to be left with as we call them absolute dirt yeah so we mentioned it in one of the podcasts about value-based drafting. We talked um, about how Draft FC did a, a very, very good episode on this about comparison between players and the difference and the drop-off between a couple of rounds and the next couple of rounds. So, for example, your average striker is going to take be taken first, second or third round. Your average premium uh, striker. After the third round, there's 36 players picked. And although you might think, well, there's 36 players to pick from... The majority of the good strikers are going to be gone. So we said an example that if there's a Son and a Grealish and a Foden there, yep. um, or even a Martinelli, and you see a Jesus, and you say, I don't want to pick Jesus as my first pick. There's other players that might get more points than them, and they yep. might. It might be better to go for one of them players, because on average, the second or third pick um, and the drop-off to even just the fifth and sixth pick striker could be the goods of 100 points. But the drop-off from the second or third midfielder to the fifth and sixth midfielder might be only 10 or 20, or they could possibly outscore them. Yeah. It's very, very rare that you're going to find a fifth or sixth um, round or a second or third choice striker that's going to outscore a midfielder. The drop-off, we said, is average 100 points, which is absolutely massive. We talked about in the goalkeeper draft that the drop-off from the exact same, even further, second, well, fourth, fifth, sixth pick to 12, 13, 14 might be only 20 points. In strikers, it's extremely, extremely um, exaggerated. Mm. So, number one tip is to prioritize a striker. Even if you don't think like a Jackson is going to be an absolute hit, 150, 60 points, that'd be a good season for him, would be amazing compared to if you leave him, go for a midfielder that scores the same points, yep. but the difference between him and a lower striker is going to be way more drastic between a midfielder picked that round versus the fifth or sixth round. Yeah, and it's yeah, it's essential that you do pick the striker early on, because a lot of strikers are now classed as midfielders this season. So the likes of Richarlison and Brian Mbomo for Brentford, they were strikers last season, but now they're midfielders. So there's even less availability yeah. up front this season. Yeah, it's exaggerated big time. Yeah, and. So again, on the point about the difference um, between midfielders and strikers, you might think that picking that striker is a bad decision, but in the long run, it's going to be a great decision. You're looking at, um, you pick your striker, right? Uh, or you leave, sorry, you leave your striker that you might want to go for, for a midfielder. Well, you come back 
And now you're you're honestly going to be forced to pick a striker because you're looking and you're saying that well the only ones left are Raul Jimenez and Joao Pedro and whatever and you're going to have to pick them because you know that well if I don't pick them I'm going to have no playing striker at all yep. and then in midfield you're going to it's going to be a bit of a battle because you're going to say well there is an Almiron left in midfield and you're going to be even more enticed to pick Almiron because you know Almiron is a far better player than Raul Jimenez might be this season or a Morris for Luton. So you're even less inclined to pick that striker then because you think, well, I'm definitely not going to pick Morris over Eze, Almiron, Barnes. So then you might go with the Barnes and then, you're, as I said, it's going to be even more exaggerated. Yeah. So if you wait, if you stay waiting, you'll be stuck with players like Kiefer Moore from Bournemouth. Oh, Kiefer Moore from Bournemouth. I don't think Kiefer Moore got off the waiver. Last season. Oh man, that poor fellow was thrown around the place yeah, in the way. Neil, Ma- Neil Maupay. And oh. Bro- Broja for Chelsea if he stays. I don't yeah. know what a lot of these players. Maupay actually mightn't be as bad a pick as you think if he does play for Everton if DCL gets injured. But if, yeah. he, if, he, if he DCL stays fit, Maupay, as I said, not a great pick. Mateta would probably won't pay, play for Newcastle this season. So yeah. this season, more than ever... It's actually exaggerated and, as we said, a lot of mid- uh, forwards have been reclassed as midfielders. Now, you could say, well, that's a that's a bonus. I'm going to have players out of position. Well, you're not really because you're still going to have to play a striker. Yeah. So although that midfielder that you have is playing up top and might be a substitute as a striker, if you don't pick any of them playing strikers, you're a man down straight away. An example, if you went with... A midfielder ahead of a striker first. You could be left with Foden, and then by the time it comes around, it will be Morris. So you have Foden and Morris as your pairing. But if you go with a striker first, you could get someone like Callum Wilson, and in midfield then you've Jared Bowen. So I don't know what would you prefer? Would you prefer Bowen and Wilson or Foden and Morris? And if you actually combine them points and compare them at the end of the season. Your more balanced team, although you might not think that, um, as we said, uh, who did you pick the striker? Callum Wilson is a, a massive pick over a Foden. Oh, Foden's going to have a massive season. Well, uh, that Wilson pairing versus the Morris pairing might reap you more points over the whole course of the season. So, in simple, in, in basic FPL terms, we recommend that you prioritise over everything a striker. Now, sometimes... It's impossible to go against a Salah, impossible to, against, uh, to go against a Rashford if they're there. That's grand. Mm. But once you do that, straight away you should be looking at a striker. Because if you don't pick a striker then, you're going to be left with Muck. Uh, 